Hey everyone, welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. We will do this by focusing on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 82, Five Secrets to Super Fast Meal Prep. So when it comes to a chef's job, who do you think has it easier? A chef at the Cheesecake Factory or a chef at In-N-Out Burger? This is obviously almost a laughable question. And while I think there are probably plenty of things about working at In-N-Out Burger that would be very difficult, working with customers, being expected to produce food, speedy quick, those kinds of things. But as far as the technical difficulty of cooking meals, I think it's fair to say that a chef at the Cheesecake Factory's job would be more difficult than a chef or worker at In-N-Out Burger. This seems like sort of a cheesy exercise or thing to talk about, but let's just talk a little bit about why that is, that it would be more difficult to work at the Cheesecake Factory as a chef than at In-N-Out Burger. So the obvious is that making a plate of chicken marsala is probably going to be more difficult than mastering a hamburger and french fries, which are probably simply fried from a frozen bag. But there are even more reasons. In-N-Out Burger has specialized. They offer an extremely limited menu, so anyone who cooks there will have mastered that menu in no time. The Cheesecake Factory has the most extensive menu of any chain restaurant that I know of, which would make it very difficult for anyone, even an accomplished chef, to truly master every single dish on the menu. There's just lots of dishes to master. So... What does this have to do with the podcast? Well, today, to coincide with the release of the Meal Prep and Minutes course, which released this week, we are going to talk about the five secrets to super fast meal prep sessions. I won't give it all away just yet, but let's just say that while the Cheesecake Factory is awesome, in order to meal prep efficiently, we might have a thing or two to learn from In-N-Out Burger. And no, I don't mean burgers and fries for every meal. But stay tuned to see exactly what I do mean. So before we dig into these five secrets, I'm going to interrupt by saying that this week's episode of the podcast is sponsored by the brand new Meal Prep in Minutes course that is finally live. Thank you to those of you who have purchased already from my email launch. I'm so appreciative and excited for your journey. Let me just tell you a little bit about the Meal Prep in Minutes course uh, before we jump into the podcast. So if you know that you want to cook homemade meals for your family and you believe meal planning and meal prep could work for you, but you're feeling a little bit stuck on the how, this course is for you. Um, This is an introductory course um, and the introductory price for this course is $27. Now, bear in mind that this price will be going up in the next few months when 
the full master mealtime course launches. So you'll want to snag this course quickly while it's still that introductory price of $27. But this course is designed to show you exactly how I meal plan and prep one week's worth of meals. And you will get everything you need to replicate the meal plan that I show you exactly. The course includes video instruction and some awesome bonuses, including a meal planning template, a meal prep schedule, grocery lists, and all of the recipes featured in the course. If you're feeling overwhelmed in the kitchen or if you've started meal planning and meal prepping, but you'd like to up-level your strategy, this course will definitely help you as well. The link to sign up for that is in the show notes. Remember, my friends, it's only $27 less than the cost of takeout for a night, and it will save you so much money and time in the long run. Don't spend another day in overwhelm, moms. Grab that course today and get started on your meal planning and meal prep journey. Okay, so the reason I chose this topic this week is because of the release of the Meal Prep in Minutes course. Um, To coincide with that, I want to talk to you about meal prepping fast and about making fast meal prep sessions because I know that if you're a mom, you don't have these four-hour marathon weekend cooking sessions or you, you really can't fit that into your life very well. So I know that We need to make meal prep as quick and easy as possible. So let's dig into the five secrets to meal prepping quickly and having fast, easy meal prep sessions. So secret number one is planning. Planning is probably the most important factor to achieving fast meal prep sessions. In all fairness, we can probably learn from both Cheesecake Factory and In-N-Out Burger on this particular topic. Do you think the chefs at either of these restaurants are Googling recipes when they need them? Do you think they go to the fridge only to be missing a crucial ingredient for their dishes? In all fairness, this probably happens sometimes. At least it did for me when I worked in food service. But these companies are planning to avoid this as much as possible. So let's talk about some of the most important things to plan for when you're preparing for a meal prep session. So the first thing you're going to need is your meal plan, obviously. If you go to meal prep without a meal plan, you're probably not going to get very far. This is obvious, but what should that meal plan look like? Well, we're going to talk about exactly how to meal plan in the mini course, but there's more to planning than just writing down a meal plan. Let's talk about what else to plan. Um... It's important to print out your recipes or plan to print out your recipes. So one of the biggest time savers in a meal prep session is to get those on paper. Sure, your phone works, but it's a source of distraction. You'll be much more efficient if every recipe is printed out and ready to go. Next is a meal prep schedule. So this may not be as familiar to you, but it's also really important when you're doing a meal prep session to know what order you're going to cook in. So let's say you're cooking a staple protein that needs to be in the oven for 20 minutes. Well, it doesn't make very much sense to do that task last. Well, it doesn't make very much sense to do that task. Well, it doesn't make very much sense to do that task last because you won't be able to multitask while it cooks. So put dishes that have oven time or hands off time first and leave the tasks that are more hands on for the end while those other things are cooking or sitting or in their hands-off time. 
Another thing you need to think about and plan for is your appliances. So when you're creating this meal prep schedule, it's also important to consider the use of your appliances. Are you going to need your oven for multiple things? What about your instant pot or your slow cooker? I try to avoid using the same appliance twice in a meal prep session just so that I don't have to worry about this. But if you do need to use it twice, just be sure that you're planning and leaving time for you to get that cleaned and to use it again if you need to use these appliances more than once. All right, so planning. You really can't plan too much for your meal prep session. So that is the number one secret to a fast meal prep session. And yes, that's going to take some time to plan appropriately, but it's going to save you so much time during the meal prep session. And most of us, at least for me, I would much rather be sitting at my computer planning than marathon cooking in the kitchen. So even if you're still investing time, I think that investment is more pleasant when it's uh, something you can do without so much manual labor, I guess. So planning is really, really important. All right, let's dig into secret number two. Secret number two is cleaning. Again, I would assume this strategy is used by both our friends at In-N-Out Burger and the Cheesecake Factory. Let's talk about kitchen cleaning. So when I worked in food service, the kitchens were cleaned from top to bottom every single day. Every single dish done, floor swept and mopped, counters sanitized, perfectly clean. And when I worked in food service, this was easy to get done because it was my job. I was paid to be there. The kitchen was expected to be clean when I left and I didn't have kids at my feet while I tried to get it done. So I get how hard it is to get cleaning done, but it truly is an important step for cooking faster. When everything is in its place, everything will go more smoothly. I would argue that even if your kitchen is a huge mess when you're starting, if you clean it before even beginning your meal prep session instead of during or after, you will save time. Okay, so on to secret number three, Um, simplifying or strategizing. So this is where we're going to actually start taking some notes from In-N-Out Burger. So a lot of mothers, particularly new mothers, have very realist. So a lot of mothers have very unrealistic expectations of what their meals should look like. I put should in air quotes because this is something that we try to avoid here at Plan Prep and Productive is using the word should more than we need to. So mothers do this to themselves and they create this mental picture of what a meal should look like. They think they need an extensive menu with new things every week of the month. But what's happening when you do this is that you're not allowing yourself to master anything. You can't really become good at cooking something because you're always cooking something new. So can I tell you a little secret? Most of my family's favorite recipes, I don't even have to get the recipe book out for because I have the recipes completely memorized. And this isn't because I'm some kind of super cook or super mom. It's because I've made them so many times. Do you know how much faster you can cook something from memory than from a recipe? Lots faster. Simplicity really is best when it comes to your meal plan and your meal prep. So let's talk about some things that you could simplify in your meal plan um, that will help, but maybe won't take you quite to in and out level of simple. (laughs) I really like to simplify my proteins. 
and you'll learn about this more in the meal prep and minutes course, but I like to simplify my proteins because cooking protein is the most time consuming part of my meal plan. We stick to one main type of protein per week and then switch it up with vegetarian meals or meals featuring fast and easy pre-cooked proteins like deli meat, cheese, eggs, shrimp, or seafood. Um, And you'll see what this looks like on the meal plan in that course. But simplifying proteins makes both meal planning and meal prep easier. Meal planning is easier because you have a base to go off of when you're planning. And meal prep is easier because you can cook protein once and eat it all week. So this is a win-win situation. Another way that I simplify my meal plan is to repeat sides through the week. So I simplify sides. Instead of eating a salad one night, then roasted carrots the next, corn on the cob the next, green beans after that, I choose two sides at the beginning of the week that complement the whole meal plan. We repeat those sides as needed throughout the week. This helps me waste less vegetables, prep all at once, and clear up fridge space and brain space. Speaking of the Cheesecake Factory, have you ever wondered where in the world they can possibly store enough food to make so many different dishes? I have no clue. That totally blows my mind. (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to secret number four, which is shortcuts. So we know that In-N-Out Burger is probably using shortcuts to make their food. I don't think any of us walk into an In-N-Out Burger to order expecting to see an employee handcrafting a grade A Angus beef patty or peeling and cutting potatoes. So how much you choose to rely on convenience foods depends on your personal food philosophy. And I'm not really here to tell you exactly what to make from scratch and what to buy from the store. What I will say, though, is that smart moms use shortcuts. I used to feel like any shortcut made me somehow a lesser cook or a lesser person in the kitchen, which is not true. The truth is, though, that not all shortcuts are created equal. Some will simply cost you a little more money, which I'm usually okay with. But other shortcuts will sacrifice quality, and that might be quality when it comes to taste or quality when it comes to the overall health of the food or both. So like I said, you will have to do your own research to decide where your opinions fall on the many different processed foods out there. But I will share with you the shortcuts that I basically always take. So the first is that I love to buy pre-chopped. I love pre-chopped veggies, pre-chopped broccoli, pre-trimmed green beans, cauliflower, send it my way. Bagged salad, sign me up. I am totally fine with paying a little extra for someone to give me a little break with my chef's knife. I also use frozen foods a lot. Um... To be honest, most of my frozen food collection is actually homemade, but it didn't necessarily come from a dedicated meal prep session. Um, For example, whenever I make a bread product, I just make extra to freeze for later. So if my meal plan features a bread product, boom, I might already have it in my freezer. I also use my freezer a lot for leftovers. I will freeze leftovers of homemade and store-bought items, things like hamburger or hot dog buns, even leftover soups, etc., Um, And these things in my freezer can act as a shortcut in my meal plan 
later. So those are shortcuts that I'm constantly using. There are obviously many more shortcuts available. Like I said, you have to decide what your food philosophy is and which shortcuts you want to implement into your meal plan and your meal prep. But keep in mind that there is nothing wrong with using shortcuts. Just consider the give and take that goes with that. What are you losing by using that shortcut and what are you gaining? And make sure that what you're gaining is worth more to you than what you're losing and you'll be good to go. That's kind of a golden rule when it comes to shortcuts. So we're on to the last secret. The last secret I want to talk about is multitasking. I am a firm believer in multitasking in the kitchen if... There's a little if here. You have planned and prepped properly. Meaning that multitasking can either make you bust through your meal prep session like a boss, or if it's not well-planned and organized, multitasking can make everything go worse and make you feel like a chicken with its head cut off in your own kitchen. I picture like Wanda and WandaVision for those of you who watched that with, you know, all the food magically flying around the kitchen. But in all reality, it's a hot mess. If you know what I'm talking about, just look up WandaVision kitchen memes and I'm sure you'll find one. Anyway, so multitasking is a good thing if it's planned. I personally try never to have downtime in my kitchen. If I'm in the kitchen, I want to be working in the kitchen so that I can get out of the kitchen. So my phone is off limits. If it's there and I can scroll while the water is boiling, I'll do that instead of getting a jump start on dishes and everything ultimately takes longer. If I'm waiting on something to cook or to boil, I use timers so that I don't forget about it and I get started on another task like putting dishes in the sink, getting out ingredients for the next dish, chopping, etc. Your meal prep schedule can help immensely with this. Try to strategize the order you do things um, to minimize downtime and allow you to accomplish some tasks while others are in a more hands-off stage, kind of like we talked about at the beginning. One last thing I'd like to talk about is a technique called sideline cooking, and this is going under multitasking. And I have to give credit to a past podcast guest, Megan Porta of Pippin Ebby, and the Eat Blog Talk podcast introduced me to the terminology sideline cooking. But the idea of this is using appliances that are designed to take the heavy lifting out of cooking. So think your slow cooker, instant pot, even your air fryer. Um, to clear up space and time to use your other appliances and your hands for more hands-on cooking. So I utilize my slow cooker for meal prep constantly, and it definitely helps me to get everything done faster because I've put, because I've given one of the tasks to the slow cooker and I don't have to do anything. Sure, the slow cooker does require me to wait a little bit longer for the product to be completely finished cooking, but I'm okay with that because it's so hands off. You can do this with any of your appliances. And it's a really good idea to have at least some parts of your meal prep session be more hands off so that you have time to do all the chopping or other prep work that you need to do. All right, friends, let's go ahead and review the five secrets to super fast meal prep sessions. We have planning, cleaning, simplifying and strategizing, shortcuts, and multitasking. If you consider how to use each of these techniques before your next meal prep session, or if you're new to meal prep, just choose one and focus on that technique. 
you're bound to have it go so much faster than it would otherwise. Also keep in mind that practice will be your best friend in getting faster at meal prep. Maybe we'll have that be a bonus number six tip. (laughs) Keep trying, keep practicing week after week, and soon you'll be shocked at how fast you're getting these things done. Okay, friends, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, I'm so appreciative of your downloads, of your shares. Please, if you love the podcast, share it with those you know. Help a mom out who is struggling and show her that there is absolutely another way to do mealtime and it doesn't have to be the soul-sucking venture that it is for so many moms. Um, Also, if you like the podcast, leave it a review so that it can grow. I'm so grateful for every single one of you and for the little community we have. And like I said, I love watching it grow. On the next podcast, we're going to talk about managing your expectations. Um, This will be your expectations around meal planning and meal prep and also around mealtime, particularly with children and how learning to manage your expectations will make such a big difference in how you feel about mealtime and your role as a meal provider in your home. So I hope that that will be helpful. It's a topic I'm excited to talk about. Um, Can't wait to talk with you again. Happy planning, friends, and I will talk to you next week.